We're in Acts 14 tonight, and uh, if you will, if, you, if your Bible has a map, let's make use of the map section tonight. And we're looking on the map of Paul's missionary journeys. Now, in my Bible, that map is map number eight, and it's the last map in my Bible. And we're looking for Iconium. Uh, we, um, yeah, there it is. Um, we see Pisidian Antioch. That's where Paul and Barnabas have been. If you'll look there, uh, mine's just about in the middle of the page. And you find uh, Pisidian Antioch. And then you look over there just east, just a little bit southeast of Pisidian Antioch. And you find the town or the city of Iconium. And uh, that's where we'll meet up with Paul and Barnabas tonight. The last time we saw them, they were shaking the dust off their feet. (laughs) They had worn out, I guess, their welcome there in Pisidian Antioch. There in verse 51 of chapter 13, but they shook off the dust of their feet in protest against them and went to Iconium. So we'll pick it up, uh, uh, the story that is, the journey of Paul and Silas there in verse 1 of chapter 14. And we'll look at uh, the first seven verses in this chapter uh, this evening. Beginning there with verse 1, in Iconium, they entered the synagogue of the Jews together and spoke in such a manner that a large number of people believed both of Jews and of Greeks. But the Jews who disbelieved stirred up the minds of the Gentiles and embittered them against the brethren. I think the... Uh, some translations are more literal is they poison their minds against the brethren. Therefore, they spent a long time there speaking with speaking boldly with reliance upon the Lord, who was testifying to the word of his grace, granting that signs and wonders be done by their hands. But the people of the city were divided. And some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. And when an attempt was made by both the Gentiles and the Jews with their rulers to mistreat and to stone them, they became aware of it and fled to the cities of Lycaonia, Lystra, and Derbe. And the surrounding region. And there they continued to preach the gospel. So while we found Iconium on the map, it's not really that far from uh, Pisidian Antioch. And it's still Paul and Barnabas uh, together on this journey. There's a principle here of having two on a journey of ministry. And they entered the synagogue, which, as we have come to find out, was their custom. 
That's where they would go. If there was a synagogue in the town or city, they would go to the synagogue. And this is where the ministry would begin, the gospel ministry in a synagogue. And from what we've come to understand about the makeup of the synagogue, it would consist of Jews as well as Gentiles. Uh, Jews who believed in Judaism and were practicing that, um, that type of worship. And then you had Gentiles who were either proselytes, that means they had adopted the Jewish religion and custom, but many of them had not. They were merely God-fearers. They identified with the Jews as far as their worship of the one God. Uh, but they were not ready to take that next step of following their religious practices in particular. So when we read this and we find out that the gospel was preached there and that a large number of people believed. And we find out that the makeup of those who believed were both of Jews and of Greeks. That's the end there, verse 1. So there's, a, there's a, a mixed group here, Jews and Greeks, that were led uh, to uh, salvation, led to faith in Christ. And then the, uh, the narrative unfolds. The Jews, but the Jews who disbelieved. So those were the ones who just, they rejected what Paul had to say. Bible says they stirred up the minds of the Gentiles and embittered them. They spoke against the, the preaching of Paul and Barnabas. And they were, these, uh, these Jews stirred up the minds of the Gentiles and embittered them against the brethren. So against Paul and Barnabas specifically and against the Christian community that had just popped up because of the preaching of Jesus. Verse 3, therefore, they spent a long time there speaking with speaking boldly with reliance upon the Lord. So we might uh, try to make the connection between verse 2, there's disbelief and there's opposition against Paul and Barnabas. So why would they spend a long time? Well, they were allowed to spend a while and they're not going to flinch. They're not just going to tuck tail and run. They're going to stand their ground. They're going to speak the truth. Uh, so while you can just see this, uh, this opposition uh, taking hold among the people and Paul and Barnabas are going to, well, we're going to settle right here and we've got some opposition, some unbelief going on, but we are going to, we're going to uh, state our case. We're going to talk about Jesus. We're going to explain the scriptures, whatever it takes. They're speaking boldly. And uh, whenever, whenever uh, there's bold speech as it uh, relates to the gospel, there should be a reliance upon the Lord. Amen. So that's, I like that speaking boldly with reliance upon the Lord who was testifying to the word of his grace. Now that I think is the source of the opposition. I do not believe these unbelieving Jews appreciated the grace message. That it's not about our works. It's not about what we do. It's about what Christ has done for us on the cross. 
Uh, so we're not saved by works. We're saved by grace. And when we're saved by grace, then the good works, as God has ordained those good works, come to fruition in our lives, according to what Ephesians 2.10, I think it is. Um, but it is, it's a, it's a work of God's grace and mercy. Um, and that is, we, you know, they were uncompromising with that stand on the word of grace. And we are uncompromising on that stand that it is, we are saved by grace through faith. It's not of ourselves, it's not anything we could do or have done, but it's of Jesus. It's in him that we are, that we are saved. So he's testifying to the word of his grace, granting that signs and wonders be done by their hands. So evidently God was giving evidence there uh, among, uh, with Paul and Barnabas of his approval on the preaching of the gospel and what's transpiring there in this town of Iconium. But the people of the city were divided. Now listen, there wasn't a, from what I've read, there wasn't a whole lot going on in Iconium. It was, it's, it, I, think it's, uh, it, I think it's located actually in Turkey. And, uh, and there just wasn't a lot of vegetation, wasn't a lot of water, wasn't a, it wasn't a lot there. So Paul and Barnabas are making a real uh, presence uh, felt there in, in Iconium. Uh, so these people are divided now. And some side with the Jews and some with the apostles. That's interesting. Um, we, could, we would point out that here, and some with the apostles, uh, some take this to mean that they're siding with Paul, who is an apostle, but they're including Barnabas, who was not officially an apostle, but he was sent by God. So um, you can take that and think about it and run with it. Uh, there were two sides is the point. A side of the Jews who stood against the grace of God and then some siding with Paul and Barnabas and they're standing in the grace of God. So there's a real division here. And really, that's the way it is. You can't combine works and grace as far as initial salvation we want to make sure we say it that way because good works are evidence of salvation, but it's not the entrance into the kingdom of God. It's by grace through faith. So um, where are we here? Yeah, the last part of verse four and then into verse five. And when an attempt was made by both the Gentiles and the Jews with their rulers, so they're bringing more people into this and, they're, and we would call them, well, where I come from, the higher ups, the rulers. Uh, they're wanting to get them involved. Hey, they're upsetting our city. They're, there's division in our town. We were doing just fine before those two got here and, and now it's a mess. And they're trying to get the rulers involved and and Luke tells us why. He says, to mistreat and to stone them. <laughs> so, so here's where 
the, you know, they're, they're really between a rock and a hard place. Uh, as far from a, a human perspective, um, they've been there before. They've been, they've been mistreated. There's been opposition before. There's opposition here. And in verse 6, they became aware of it. So they're, they find out about it. Who's the they? Well, Paul and Barnabas. They find out about this attempt by the, uh, made by both the Gentiles and the Jews to get the rulers involved in order to mistreat and stone them. It's almost like they're wanting to get the rulers involved to put their stamp of approval on them mistreating and stoning Paul and Barnabas. Like, we don't like these guys. We want some, uh, we want, we want you to stand with us in their mistreatment. That's interesting. And so in verse six, they became aware of it. This is Paul and Barnabas. And what did they do? They've been standing their ground. Will they continue to stand their ground? They don't. The Bible says they fled to the cities of like uh, Onia and Lystra and Derb. So, they're following the Lord and evidently God led them to flee. It's interesting. I don't know that you can always make a case for doing one or the other. I think you have to, I think you have to follow the Lord. God led them to flee this time. There'll be other times Paul's going, you know, people are telling Paul, you're going to go there and you're going to die. And he's going, I'm going there and I'm, you know, whatever the Lord has for me, he has for me. So it's hard to just say, this is what you do all the time. You can't go to this passage and just make it your life verse. Whenever opposition arises, I'm going to flee. That's what Paul and Barnabas did, so that's what I'm going to do. No, you follow the Lord. There's a time, evidently, to flee. There's a time to stand. And there are other factors involved. We're not going to get in. You know, we're not going to deal with all those, but there's, they're preaching the gospel. They've got other places to go. It is a missionary journey. There's a context. And then um, verse 7, um, uh, well, they went to the surrounding region, last part of verse 6, and there they continued to preach the gospel. So, um, you know, the beat goes on. You know, it's, it's very plain. In fact, there, this is going to surprise you. I think some of these uh, so-called scholars have way too much time on their hands. They've looked at this passage and said, this can't be, this, is, this can't, this doesn't go here. Because Luke doesn't, he doesn't sensationalize it. He doesn't make it bigger than it is. He doesn't give us much detail. All he tells us is the gospel's being preached and there's opposition and Paul and, Paul and Barnabas flee. What's, what's going on? Well, come on. He doesn't have to tell us every detail. In fact, I don't think he could tell us every single thing that happened here. He's writing uh, a historical account according to the Holy Spirit. And I think what he wants us to know is the gospel went to Iconium. And while a lot of people would have written Iconium off and not thought it a significant city, God included it on his calendar and on his agenda for Paul and Barnabas to go there and to speak the best news that could be spoken to a people. And they did that. And there was opposition to that. 
No surprise there. None. There, you know, when we, when we stand and when we speak uh, with as much love that you can have in your heart for people, there will be opposition many times. Um, there'll be enough opposition. You don't have to create it on your own. Um, but there will be that opposition. There will be division and opposition. And sometimes it's a physical uh, threat to people. Sometimes it's not. Uh, but they, they flee. So in my mind, it's, it's this passage, if this is all you had, it's amazing. Because they're preaching Jesus. And there is, there's opposition there. But there were large number right there in verse 1. A large number of people believed, both of Jews and of Greeks. So God is he's doing a significant work there. And it continues. We're part of this, of this church. Uh, to this day, we have the same... Uh, the, the same onus that was on them is on us to speak the word of Christ, to encourage others to believe and, uh, and to God be the glory for the work that he accomplishes um, through us, through the prayers of the people, through uh, the, the testimony of the people. Uh, so we... we I mean, the last thing, I mean, if you're reading through the book of Acts and you come to this uh, juncture of Paul and Barnabas and their journey, you're, I don't think your natural mind uh, reading the word, naturally, you're not going to think, you don't think this doesn't belong here. It does belong here. They went to Iconium. They preached the gospel. And then they, the next time we find them, of course, they're going to be somewhere else, Lystra. <laughs> They're going to go somewhere else and preach the gospel. And we don't really, I don't think we know the outcome here. I don't, as far as what took place there, the church in Iconium. I think this is, I think this is all we have. But anyway, God did a work. So it's um, about 7.30 and probably time to pray and dismiss um, we're looking forward to a good day coming up, good weekend. We've got men's breakfast coming on. I'm thinking, I was thinking, I know this was a crazy thought. I was thinking of a new recipe. I've been, I've been making the same casserole for like four years. I like, you know, and the, but I'm thinking of something new, maybe something new. I don't know, but that's, uh, Saturday. And then we have communion coming up on Sunday the Lord's day. Um, and a lot of, a lot of good ministry and lots of good things taking place. So, uh, we're going to pray and dismiss. Now don't all of you come up here at once for this Robert Murray McShane, uh, Bible reading plan. Not at once. All right. But there are, because I only have 10. I just ran off 10. That was my O ye of little faith, O ye of middle faith, O ye, I don't know. Uh, but if you want to, and it's not a commitment. You don't just look at it and see what you think of it. But it, it is kind of neat, I think. Father in heaven, thank you for the time.